Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. You are listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction Blog Talk Radio Show, founded to increase the national awareness of black women in the construction industry. NABWIC is the charge and takes the charge for black women to advocate for further opportunities to its members. Our mission as a core foundation is to strengthen the building blocks of new educational, entrepreneurial, professional, and social network connections. The vision of NABWIC is to build long-lasting strategic partnerships with first-rate organizations and individuals that will provide groundbreaking and innovative solutions for black women in construction and their respective communities. We invite you to call or text or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Yes, indeed. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to NAPWIC Talks. I am Jada Williams, your National NAPWIC Talks Chair and host for today. It gives me great pleasure to be here with you on this beautiful Wednesday morning, and I have to ask you to follow, like, and share that you are hanging out with NAPWIC, the voice of black women in construction this morning, and or head over to our website and engage with us. Yes, check out our calendar, find out all the absolutely amazing things that are going on in NAPWIC, and of course, hit that join now button. Yes, join now and engage with us. Get your red shirt. Listen, we have an absolutely amazing show planned this morning. We also have in the studio no other than Ann McNeil, the master builder herself, Ursula Odom of Sula 2, and Jackie Perry of JP and Associates. Good morning, Ms. Ann. How are you? Jada, I tell you, Every single week, if I were any better, Jada, I would be you. And today is no different. I am so excited, not excited as you are, and not as excited as our special guest. But nevertheless, I am still excited for the show we're going to hear today. I want to constantly remind our listeners that we, the National Association of Black Women in Construction, is the voice of construction, not just the voice of black women in construction, but we're learning that we are the voice of construction. Firms such as Goldman Sachs, Suffolk, Turner, ABC, Compto, federal government, so many different organizations on a national level, they're reaching out to us, Jada, and they want to hear our voice. They want us to speak into current situations, and that is so very exciting. So as the voice of construction, especially in our industry, our desire is to continue to build strong, long-lasting strategic partnerships with first-rate organizations and individuals that will provide groundbreaking and innovative solutions for black women in construction and our respective communities. And our mission still was founded to increase the national awareness 
of black women in this industry, and our charge is to continue to advocate and create strategic environments by which we live, work, and play. But Jada, our special guest today, I just have to give a shout-out to Felicia Darling. And Felicia, I've watched you watch us come into this organization as a new member and then just catch on fire. And so as a a strategic partner of yours, I'm very excited to have you as a part of our, you know, McNeil Factor Clarity Mastermind and to have watched you grow. You gave a great presentation last night. Uh, Of course, Jada's going to talk about that presentation, but I just want to just let you know that we are so very honored and excited as you look at your additional uh, endeavors in addition to being in real estate. And as you also know, we've been talking about some other opportunities uh, in different parts of the United States outside of Maverick. So I just want to encourage our listeners, like Jada said, to please remember to comment, like, and share this show Please continue to re-listen to the show yourself over and over. And if you're listening live, ask someone to join you as you listen in and listen to see what's possible as you connect with us. So, Jada, as always, let's get this party started. <laughs> well, you know I cannot wait, Miss Ann. We are the the association, the national association that has the sauce, knows all the tea, and having great members such as Miss Felicia Darling. So yes, you want to connect with us, and it's so great to hear about how all these different organizations and companies are looking at NABWIC and engaging in us with us as the voice. Because we are hosting absolutely amazing events like the South Florida training, monthly training, that will be hosted this August 7th on Saturday from 1130 to 130. So let's grow together. Let's continue to grow together and learn how to do contracting with our leaders in our areas. So let's take a quick commercial break, and we will be right back to jump into this exciting conversation with Ms. Felicia Darling. Hi, my name is Sabrina Miller. I am the owner of MDI General Contracting in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I'm a new member of the National Association of Black Women in Construction, and I'm excited to celebrate women in the construction industry. I'm most proud about NABWIC's ability to have intertwined itself in the legislative process, which affects all women and particularly black women in the construction industry. And I'm happy to be a part of that process and help to grow NABWIC's reach in the Pennsylvania area. My name is Sabrina Miller. Please join me in celebrating women in construction. Yes, indeed. And just a little quick side note, with that training that's this Saturday, um, August 7th, you can register on Eventbrite. Find us on Eventbrite, and you do not have to be a member. Just go register and join us on Saturday. Can't wait. So listen, listen, listen. Today's guest, Ms. Felicia Darling, has 
the most unique background. You know, I always have to be a stalker. So Felicia brings over 21 years of experience in the healthcare industry to commercial real estate. She started her career at Vanderbilt University, where some of her duties included coordinating speech and language testing for Head Start children, providing therapeutic intervention to preschools children with various speech and language disabilities and being part of a team that uh, where she is the nationally certified state licensed speech language pathologist patho- blah, blah, blah. gosh my coffee has me today pathologist felicia has worked in a variety of medical and educational settings felicia's experience also includes rehab teams of physical therapists and occupational therapy um, in commercial real estate felicia specializes in tenant and buyer representation services for corporate users of office, retail, and industrial land. She helps the medical field practices expand their footprint. Felicia is also a member of the Atlanta Commercial Board of Realtors and, of course, our very own um, member of the Georgia chapter, Atlanta chapter of the National Association of Black Women in Construction. But one of the biggest things that just happened to Felicia or happened in Felicia's world was the um, Georgia, the U.S. Minority Contractors Association nominated and reached out to Felicia to be their new Georgia chapter president. And Felicia accepted. So congratulations, 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 Felicia. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great, Jada. Thank you so much for having me, and thank you for that introduction. Of course, of course, because, Felicia, you are one of our most humble new members in NAPWIC world. But when I go and do the digging, honey, you are so resilient and a powerful source in itself. I mean, I've shared a couple of things um, about you. How about before I take over, you just share a couple of, you know, your background in your own terms and how it is you came to do what it is that you're doing today. And I fill in the gaps. <laughs> sure, absolutely. Okay, sure. I'll give um, some background about uh, my upbringing and kind of some some life events um, for the purpose of really hope, hoping to encourage uh, listeners, um, whoever may be out there who's going through difficulty, going through trials, um, just to encourage listeners to, to keep going towards your dreams and keep pressing forward. So I grew up in Denver, Colorado, in what was at that time considered the hood. Um, I lived in, we lived in a, an area that was um, heavily filled with gangs, um, in particular the Crips gangs, um, lots of violence, lots of shootings. Um, I was heavily, me and my sisters were, and brothers were heavily involved in the community center, local community center um, that was there in our neighborhood. So we were involved in puppetry. We were on a puppet team. We did Bible Bowl. We just really stayed active in the community center um, in our neighborhood when we weren't in school. And so that in and of itself made a difference for us, for our family. Um, There was a mentor there, um, a program director, who encouraged uh, me first and then my siblings to consider 
uh, private school, um, which was uh, a long way away from where we lived. Um, and um, But after um, there was a, a tragic event that happened in eighth grade, me and my sisters were walking to a corner um, store, and we witnessed someone um, get shot and killed right in front of us. And he was the brother of a crip, of a gang member. Um, and so that happened in eighth grade. And then a year later, we had to testify in that, that murder trial. Um, and so it was during that time that the program director at the community center noticed that we were, we were trying to, you know, stay on the right path. We were trying to, um, we were really focused on school and, and extracurricular activities, um, such as being involved in the community center. And um, he had a conversation with me because I was, was the oldest girl, and he said, you know, have you ever thought about, you know, going to a private school? And I thought, ooh, um, I don't know about that. <laughs> but he actually encouraged me to, um, to interview with this school. It's a college prep, preparatory school, um, and it, you have to go through the process of interviewing, of testing um, before they accept, accept you. Well, I got accepted. And so, and we didn't have a car at the time. So I, um, starting in high school, I would uh, ride the city bus for an hour from the hood <laughs> all the way up to the suburbs. And, um, and I would do homework on the bus for that hour because to me, I saw that as an hour where I could do homework. So, um, so I did that for um, the bulk of my high school career um, until um, senior year. <laughs> I believe senior year is when I got, got my first car. Um, and um, just at that opened up a whole nother world for me and my siblings um, because we were able to be in an environment, number one, that was safe where we wouldn't have to worry about, you know, um, a shooting happening at the school um, or worry about just other pressures. So I was able to focus on my studies there. Um, even during the commute, I was got involved in um, theater, in uh, sports. I played basketball and volleyball, um, but I always kept my studies a priority. Um, even when um, I did get involved in sports and um, extracurricular activities like theater, um, when I would go back home, it would be late, but um, with that being a college prep school, there was a lot of reading. So I still would have um, lots of homework left to do, even when I got back home. And um, my my room actually faced the courtyard where a lot of the gang members would gather and, and shoot their guns and everything. And so I did a lot of my studying in my high school years on the floor in my bedroom um, because I didn't want to risk a bullet coming through the the window or the wall and hitting me. So I did a lot of my studying on, on the floor um, um, when I studied at night when they were in the, in the back um, doing their shooting and everything. So that's kind of what I went through in high school. But I stayed focused, um, got a, graduated with honors from um, that private school, um, and then got an academic scholarship to Vanderbilt. Um, at Vanderbilt, I studied education and special education. And it was at that time that I became interested in speech-language pathology because one of my ex-war uh, was in a preschool class of hearing-impaired children. And so I was fascinated by this a lady who came into the classroom and would work with some of the children on their speech sounds. And um, I was fascinated that you could actually help shape uh, 
an individual to be able to um, recognize a specific sound and form that specific sound to make it more accurate. So it was that time that I decided that I wanted to get my master's in speech pathology, which I did. So I got my master's in audiology and speech pathology, um, and uh, I had worked on a project at, at Vanderbilt as an undergrad, and so they really wanted me to to come, to come back and work for them when I finished my schooling, and so I did. So I that was my first my first job was at Vanderbilt, um, working on a specific project, teaching a specific strategy of um, communication strategy uh, to parents um, with children with language delays. Um, and then I I because I like to switch things up, I like I like different settings, I like to be challenged, and so I ended up. Um, going into different settings, medical settings, um, skilled nursing facilities, um, rehab facilities, um, and then through the years, because of my experience, I um, eventually became the director of rehab for several, um, at several rehabilitation centers. Um, so being in, in charge kind of managing speech therapists, occupational therapists, and physical therapists. Um, and then four years ago, I'm sorry, five years ago, um, I had, well, prior to that, I had been thinking about commercial real estate, just um, interested whenever I would see commercial development, just had lots of questions and, you know, thought, oh, you know, that might be something I want to get into one day, but just never really acted on that. And then five years ago, um, I experienced um, the greatest tragedy and um, that anyone could experience, and that is the sudden death of my 17-year-old son. And so... After he passed away in July of 2016, I really just um, some time to think about what I the things that I wanted to do but just haven't done. And so real estate was one of those things. So um, in January of 2017, I enrolled in a weekend only course, um, a real estate course, and got my license by. Um, March of that year um, and made the transition from um, full-time speech therapy into doing commercial real estate. Um, and uh, interestingly enough, my first client was a pediatric therapy client that had several locations but was looking to expand. So what I do as a commercial real estate um, broker is I help businesses um, that are looking to expand either by, by leasing commercial space or uh, purchasing commercial space, um, I help them with, um, with finding their place. So at DT Spade, we believe that whatever um, an individual, an, an agency, an organization, wh whatever they believe their place is to make their neighborhood, their community, their city better, we believe we can help build that city. And we use data and analytics to do that. We don't use guesswork. So um, the wonderful thing is I've been able to um, sort of merge my my speech pathology background with commercial real estate. And so I'm one of my clients now is a startup uh, pediatric therapy company, and they are looking for their first of several locations. And their mission is to be in the communities that are underserved, to be able to provide speech therapy, occupational therapy, physical therapy services in areas where there are not these uh, private clinics. Um, so um, I love coming alongside and, and helping, being able to help them with their mission. And so that's kind of um, been the transition from speech pathology to commercial real estate. Um, and then in, I think it was February of this year, I met Tylene Henry, 
who invited me to a NABWIC um, member interest meeting, and I was so impressed with um, just the sense of support, camaraderie, um, sisterhood, uh, the strategic way that they um, and purposeful way that um, NABWIC really um, goes about uh, forming those partnerships and, and supporting its membership. Um, that I said, that's an organization I want to be a part of. So um, after that member in- interest re- meeting, I, I um, indicated that I wanted to be a member. And so I think that was in March. And I tell you, it's just very interesting um, uh, how God works because a month after that, someone in my professional network said, hey, I nominated you to be the uh, Georgia chapter president for U.S. Minority Contractors Association. And I said, what? <laughs> and he said, yes, I think you'd be great. <laughs> and so that's how that came about a month after I joined NABWIC. Wow. So, so let's <laughs> take it back. Yeah, so wow, wow, wow. Let's take it back for a second because um, – um, you told us your background, you know, those Denver days. And I think that um, you are one of six or something like that, right? One of seven, yes. There's seven of us. One of seven. Brothers, one of sisters. seven. Mm-hmm. Yes. Three brothers, three sisters, and you're the oldest in your family. So I know girl. that you, the oldest girl. Okay. Yes, I Sorry. have an older brother. I know. Okay. I know that um, your family has to be very proud of you and that you were um, a resilient or a strong uh, uh, mentor or big sister to your siblings um, back well, then. And then yeah. just, mm-hmm. I was going to say, oh, well, go ahead. My, and kudos to my, my mother, who I don't know how she did it, but she always in, encouraged education. And of seven children, we all have degrees. Um, some of us have advanced degrees, but all of us, all seven of us went to college. And, um, you know, I have a sister who's an optometrist, a brother who's in pharmaceutical sales, a brother who works for Apple, a sister who's a French teacher, um, a brother who works for a nonprofit helping um, homeless youth out in Phoenix. And so, um, but all seven of us um, have degrees and so, and went on to college, you know, in spite of being in that type of environment. So, um I just am thankful for for my mom for really um, stressing the importance of education, and um, so that yes, it, so yes, I mean I I may have been the 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 first one, but they definitely um, they definitely did the hard work that they needed to do as well. So seven out of seven is not right. bad at all. Not bad at all. And like you were saying, special shout out to mom for all the work and everything she did to instill those great values in her family. So with what you're doing now and the journey that you just shared with us and staying um, inspired and having the tenacity to, you know, keep jumping over those hurdles that were being thrown at you. Um, Right now, what are your key focuses um, in your, in your, in your new business? Because you also have a new business going on um, amongst all the things that you just mentioned um, that was part of your presentation last night on the Master Clarity, which was absolutely amazing. Do you want to share um, your new business with us and how you are just flourishing even more in your space of consulting and assisting your clients? Yeah, so that is very new. That's a, a very new thing. But what I, I realized was I was helping um, 
a lot of people, friends, family, um, with just the basics of startup. So I had a, a lot of people that would come to me and say, you know, I, I have an idea for a business. I've been wanting to do this business or I've had this business, but I haven't done anything with it. I don't know what to do. Um, so what I noticed was people were either uh, afraid to step out and get started or they were just overwhelmed um, as far as like even knowing where to get started and how to get started. And so um, what I have recently decided to do was to um, start a business where I actually help um, startup businesses or people who even haven't gotten to the point of actually incorporating but have have wanted to, but again, just so overwhelmed or don't know where to start, and helping them to grow and develop their businesses. Um, and so um, it's it's something that, again, I, I hope to be able to, to help people in fulfilling their calling, whatever they feel like they um, are put on this earth to do or desire to do to help others. I want to come alongside them and help them, and I don't want the um, the, uh, I guess, the hindrance of fear or not knowing to get in the way of them achieving their, their goals. So that is, um, it's uh, Global Purpose Consulting, and it just became a, came official a few weeks ago. And so I'm excited about that to help people achieve their dreams um, and their goals. And even if it means taking small steps you know, one step at a time, um, I am excited to come alongside um, business owners and achieving their dreams. Wow. So what better company to team up with uh, than you with your inspiring story and then the leadership roles that you have um, been a part of? I know you do an excellent job with assisting your clients there. Um, so you have so many things going on, not so many things going on, but things right now that are calling you to put your leadership hat on, as in your new business, and then as in your new role as the Georgia president of the U.S. Minority Nation. Now, how did that even come about, and what made you want to join that association? And then, of course, your members had to see something special in you, to want to nominate you for your presidential role. Well, yeah. So as I mentioned, it was that was that was a nomination. I, I did get nominated for that. Um, and and as I mentioned before, it it happened right like a month after I joined NABWIC, which is interesting. Um, but um, I actually, when I was presented with the opportunity, I actually tried to talk myself out of it at first because I thought, oh, I don't know, I don't know if I'm, you know. Uh, equipped um, to do that role, but as I thought about it some more, and I had a friend who actually helped me and talked, 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 uh, had a conversation with me. I realized that that really and truly that God has prepared me for this role, um, and so because of because of the fact that I do have at, at the core, I I love helping people. I love helping to advance the causes of people. And so, um, and I also, I love to do research. I love to learn. I love new challenges. Um, and so, um, and I love bringing people together. And so this opportunity that I have as 
the president of the Georgia chapter of the U.S. Minority Contractors Association, um, will allow me to do those things that are already in me <laughs> and that I've already had the opportunity to do. And so um, because it is an, an advocacy and a technical assistance um, organization, we um, have the opportunity to train, um, to provide technical um, assistance training um, to entrepreneurs, minority and women-owned entrepreneurs, um, to help them get um, bid ready, um, but also to help them be successful in sustaining um, their their uh, businesses. So um, one of the uh, key components of that I think is, is crucial and kind of sets U.S. Minority Contractors Association uh, apart is their Entrepreneurial Training Institute, 12-week program that involves two-hour two hour courses twice a week. And it goes into detail from business development to um, basics, um, depending on where a, an individual is in their business, if they're needing help with um, just the, uh, again, business development plan, business plan, or whether they are needing help with um, pricing. Um, it goes over just a, just a number of different, um, different services, um, bidding, estimating, um, cash flow, income statement, balance sheets, um, how to become uh, certified, so the MBE, DBE, WBE certification. Um, they also provide a um, section that's a business coaching where uh, it's an in-depth one-on-one coaching and mentoring session um, that allows the participants to meet with accountants, lawyers, marketing professionals, professionals, entrepreneurs, um, to review and, and kind of provide real-world critique um, and solutions of their business. Um, and um, the United States Minority Contractors Association um, utilizes both its membership of professionals and also outside professionals for that. So we really come alongside the business owner to really provide um, whatever it is they need to further advance um, their business, and to also, like I said, get them ready um, and prepared to to um, be successful at winning bid opportunities and also for sustaining that. Um, so I'm excited just to actually be a part of that and to, for one, increase awareness that now the U.S. Minority Contractors Association has a Georgia chapter, um, which is brand new, and then also um, to share all the services that that um, we that they provide. So I'm really excited about it. Super exciting times, super exciting times. I am getting um, comments on our LinkedIn platform. So um, the question from the audience, um, um, social media, um, Felicia, is do you have to be a member um, of the U.S. Minority Contractors Association to connect with you um, to um, get some of those services or, or figure out more? No, you do not. We do offer um, – we get – what happens is we get a sponsor to sponsor um, the, <clears throat> the ETI, Entrepreneurial Training Institute, and so that allows us to be able to offer those services for free. So to the members, so people who are members, but then also to the community at large. Perfect, perfect, beautiful, beautiful. And you just took my next question out of my mouth, literally, because I was very curious about where you got your funding from. So um, – 
guys, you, you heard it first from Miss Felicia Darling. Um, next is, I just want to remind you guys, like the, the last audience member, just hit us up on our different social media to get their questions out. You can hit one on your phones if you've dialed in to join and engage in the conversation with us in the studios with Miss Felicia Darling, or just drop your comments under one of our social media feeds, and we will make sure we read that commercial. Listen, let's take, I mean, read that read that comment. Listen, let's take a quick commercial break and come back and finish up this absolutely amazing conversation with Miss Felicia Darling. We are so excited to have you listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction Blog Talk Radio Show. Please call, text, or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash NABWIC or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Don't forget to follow us by liking our page and post your questions or comments. NABWIC's intent is to always go into the high schools and colleges to encourage our young black girls and women to enter into the construction industry and to take interest into the STEM programs that are offered. We encourage you to listen to this show or past shows on the Internet by logging in at www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C. Thank you, and we're back. Yes, we are back this morning having a great conversation with Ms. Felicia Darling, uh, one of our new Atlanta chapter members. Thank you for joining us this morning in the studio. So, Ms. Felicia, um, you have shared with us your experiences in speech and language. You have shared with us your new company, Global Purpose Consulting, and also your new role as the Georgia president of U.S. Minority Contractors Association. Let's tap in just real quick a little bit on your commercial real estate, because I know that you are still working in the commercial real estate field. Do you want to share with us some of the exciting things that you have going on in commercial real estate or some of your goals right now for that division of your, your business? Yeah, so um, I think um, as I touched on before, I think one of one of the more well, they're all exciting, but <laughs> I'm really excited to help this um, pediatric therapy client who decidedly wants to be in underserved communities um, and wants to serve communities where uh, maybe the families don't have um, a vehicle to get to the um, private therapy clinics that are already like in um, in place in other other areas. And maybe they're in also um, areas where um, the public transportation isn't available. Um, so there are um, pockets and areas um, around um, Georgia where there's a need for services, but because of lack of transportation, um, the children are not getting ser- served um, as far as outside of whatever they might be getting in the schools, which is great, but some some students need more than that. And so this particular therapy company really is trying to fill in the gap and, and fill a need. And so that, of course, speaks to my heart. And so I'm really excited. Um, and they, 
their plan is to be in multiple locations. And so, um, so we have been looking at different locations for their first location and touring different facilities um, for their very first location. But it's exciting to be on the front end of that where they have this, this greater vision um, and it's just the beginning of it. Um, and they're wanting to, to do good and to, and to serve um, the underserved. So I'm really excited about that. Yes, indeed. Amazing, amazing, amazing. So, you know, I hear that you bring, and you can hear it in your voice, you bring the same energy and uh, motivation to everything that you do. And being a member in the NAPWIC Atlanta uh, area chapter, um, what I know that you have hit the ground rolling, I hear you on the calls, and you're very engaged. So in what ways in the Atlanta chapter area do you believe um, the others to participate and join? Like, why is NAPWIC um, a benefit to individuals in the Atlanta area? Well, first of all, I think NAVWIC has so much to offer individuals, and, um, and I wanted to say this also, um, that if you are – not in per, uh, per se, or if you don't think your industry is uh, in the construction industry, I do encourage you to still join because NABWIC, um, what I have found is I didn't realize how much I needed um, uh, a, a group of, uh, of individuals who were like-minded and who had that support that level of support because I've always been intrinsically motivated. And so I didn't realize until I joined how refreshing it is to be a part of an organization of like-minded individuals who truly, truly support one another and um, in all aspects um, and also are very, um, like I mentioned, very strategic about, you know, moving the needle forward in, in the areas that where they see that there's a need. And so in Atlanta and Georgia, Obviously, um, I mean there are a lot there are a lot of uh, minority and women owned um, firms here, and um, what I have um, I'll tell you what I have gotten out of out of Nabwick has been so much more than just the professional um, camaraderie and the professional um, support um, as being part of Anne McNeil's uh, Clarity Mastermind group. Um, that large group meets once a month. And that has been great. But even from that, um, I have a smaller group, smaller mastermind group that where we meet uh, by phone once a week, um, and it's very brief. And we just talk about our goals, and we ask each other if there's anything we want to be held accountable for. Um, and and that has been a game changer for me. Um, and that it's just like I said, it's so refreshing to be a part of a group of like-minded individuals. Um, and then from that, I also have another. A group accountability group that actually um, has to do with exercise. So, and, um, and Jada, you're a part of that, an important part of that. And so there's a group of us that text each other in the morning just to see how we did with our exercise. And so, um, because of course, you know, our health is our wealth and, it, and, you know, we do, we, um, you know, someone like me and people who are like me who are driven in other areas, um, there it's not uncommon for other areas to get neglected. And so I know that, that in the past I have not, you know, uh, put the priority on my health like I should have. And so being a part of, of a group of, of uh, women who are going to hold me accountable in a loving way has been great. So, I mean, I, being a part of NABWIC really has just, um, it's done more than just um, 
you know, increase my, um, in terms of my professional, my professional um, um, goals and, and things like that. It's really just helped me overall as a person. And it, there truly is that support. So I do encourage um, listeners, if you are not a member of NABWIC, you are going to get so much more out of it than you ever thought. Um, and just um, the, the it, if you have goals, business goals, you, NABWIC is going to help you achieve those. If you have personal goals, I mean, it's just it's so much more um, than just a, an organization uh, of people who want to do well in business. It is truly, a, um, um, I say, I want to, I want to say sisterhood, but there are men who are part of NABWIC as well. But um, but it's just such a, a good support. It's just an overall support, a true support. There's, you know, um, I mean, just. Everyone who is a part of NABWIC that I've come in contact with, that I've communicated with, being on the calls, there is a true sense of we are here to support you. Um, and I love that. I love that. Yes, Andy. It is so much fun. And um, thanks for calling me out on calling us out on that. We do not discriminate. Yes, NABWIC, we are open to all. And like Miss Felicia Darling just mentioned, you get involved and it's so many magical things. I quote unquote say magical, magical things that just take off. You just have to be willing to open yourself up. So our um exercise group already know what we're doing this morning so we will hit up our text message group after this morning's interview (laughs) super sweet super sweet so listen just like felicia just said there's so many different facets to nabwick if you want to learn more engage more or just start drinking this exciting red kool-aid with nabwick Um, Doing it the NABWIC way, you can always come and join us in September, September 15th through the 17th, NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction will be hosting their mid-year meetings in Washington, D.C. We will have our our, our National NABWIC reception at the City Club in Washington, D.C. on that Thursday night which is September 16th, and you can go and register to attend our reception on Eventbrite and or always head over to our website. We post everything there. You can register there with us as well. Listen, today has been absolutely amazing. I don't want to get a little stingy or selfish and hold you to myself in the studio this morning um, following I get to, you know, get to be a stalker. We get to communicate every morning um, in our exercise group. I'm still working on my second bottle of water, but I have had my first bottle of water and coffee this morning. Um, Felicia. Great. Good for you. <laughs> That's awesome. With that being said, I am going to bring in and welcome uh, Miss Ursula Odom and Miss Jackie Perry into the studio this morning. I know both of these ladies are jumping off of their seats. I can only imagine Miss Ursula and her stories. And then, of course, Miss Jackie Perry. Good morning. Good morning, Miss Ursula. How are you? I'm absolutely wonderful, and I have enjoyed this conversation. I don't have too much to add. It was just, I was just taking it all in. It's just wonderful, because if I start asking questions, it's going to go down the whole path of, okay, so where are we, and, you know, we don't want to go there, because I'll, 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 I will really dig deep 
and find out all about family, friends, and genealogy and, and, and dance and theater and all of that. But we won't do it. I've just enjoyed it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much, Ms. Ursula. Good morning, Jackie Perry. How are you doing? Okay, I think I may have uh, dropped Jackie out of the studio, but listen, this is always an exciting show with NAPWIC Talks every Wednesday morning at 8.30 a.m. Felicia, are you ready for the difficult questions now? We are at the top of the hour. Okay, I'm ready. You're ready? (laughs) Why don't you share with our audience um, what has been your favorite book and our author um, that you're reading, and or what are you reading right now to stay motivated and inspired? Okay. Well, um, my favorite book, and this is not just a cliche for me, is absolutely the Bible. It is the book that I – it's the only book that I read some portion of every day, every morning. Um, and it is my roadmap, my guide. It is my spiritual – daily bread. Um, So that is by far, nothing comes close to that. But right now I am reading The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. And um, it talks about the principle of the compound effect, which is the principle of reaping huge rewards from a series of small, uh, smart choices. Um, So the steps and the small steps in the moment don't feel significant, but they um, end up being massive over time. So it's, that's, the, that's the book I'm reading right now, The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. Thank you for those two book suggestions, The Compound Effect by David Hardy, and then also getting that daily bread, that um, spiritual source from that big book, the Bible. One last hard question, Felicia. How do our audience, our members, our listeners get in contact with you? Yes. So um, they can reach me either at um, uh, dtspade, felicia.darling at dtspade.com, or um, my minority contractor's email address is s.darling at usminoritycontractors.org, or let's see, um, let's see. <laughs> I'm trying to think of all, all the different ways. I just drew a blank. Um, those are two my two main email addresses that I check. So if they email me there, that would be fine. Perfect, perfect, perfect. And I already know as you are elevating, there's going to be some more email addresses tagged onto your list of communication. Listen, do you have any um, closing remarks that you would like to share with the audience? Uh, yes, I would actually. Just I just want to say to anyone out there who is struggling, who is going through um, hardship, who is trying to find their way, um, just to continue to pursue what it is you feel like you were put on this earth to do, and to take take things one step at a time, and to also not be afraid to reach out and tell someone that you are you either need help or that you're fearful 
you would be surprised at the people who will come to your assistance if you just speak up. Sometimes people will keep that to themselves if they're struggling. So I just want to encourage um, everyone to to uh, find that person or that group um, that's going to support you in what you do and also to always um, be mindful of who you let into your space in terms of the the um, the positivity <laughs> um, you want to surround yourself with people who are going to encourage you and inspire you um, and that's important as well well, thank you so much, Ms. Felicia Darling, for being on NABWIC Talks today. We know that you have so much going on, and there are some great things um, that uh, you will have the fruits of your labor soon. So we, of course, want to welcome you back um, later in the future for you to come back and share more with us. Um, guys. As always, this is another absolutely amazing NAPWIC Talks show. Listen, we are delivering. You are requesting more and more uh, quality, high-quality guests, and we hope that we are delivering NAPWIC Talks. You can always find us every Wednesday morning at M. Until next Wednesday, this has been an absolutely amazing show. Thank you for joining us on NAPWIC Talks. This concludes our show. Thank you for listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. For more information about NABWIC and our membership, please visit us on the web at www.nabwic.org. We are the voice of black women in construction. Have a great and prosperous day. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.